Hello, you guys are listening to the Camera Therapy Podcast. I'm Damien. And I'm Alina. And today we're talking about editing software. Should you be on Final Cut? Should you be on Premiere? Should you be on DaVinci? We go over that. I'm on iMovie. I'm on Linux. Okay, guys, Linux is not a thing, just full disclaimer. But let's get into it. Today on the podcast, we are talking about editing programs. So we're touching on DaVinci, we're touching on Final Cut, we're touching on LumaFusion, what is that? You will find out. Uh, We are touching on Premiere. Some people actually don't know this. You can edit some video on Lightroom too. Um, Not that I would recommend it, but if you're a photographer and you're transitioning, that might be something you want to look into because you're already used to their ecosystem. First of all, let's start with the two ones everybody knows, Final Cut and Premiere. All right. Um, How much experience have you had on Final Cut, actually? So, fun fact, I am actually, when I started video editing, I started on Final Cut. So I started on Final Cut, I don't even know what the number was. I think it was like Final Cut 7 or Final Cut I think 7 is before they jumped to 10. Yes, okay, so they did make some drastic jump, right? Okay, so I I started on Final Cut 7. That was back in the time when I was like ripping DV tapes on it, so... Honestly, Final Cut is a great software and what it is now. So let's talk about what it is today. So Final Cut 10 or Final Cut X, whatever you want to call it. If you're extreme, you can call it that. Uh, Final Cut 10 is a great editing software. It is to the point. It's simple to use. It's user friendly. Um, It's yeah, it's 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 from it's a software made by Apple. So like it's very much user friendly. It's well optimized for Mac computers. Okay, and uh, it's one time fee. You pay three hundred dollars. I think it is. I I could be wrong about that. Don't quote me on that. Don't go like harassing Apple. We're also Canadian, by the way. Exactly. So if I hit you with a price tag, that sounds that sounds whack because you're used to U.S. dollars. That's why. so Final Cut 10, uh, it's it's you pay one-time fee, whereas compared to Premiere, I'll hit you with that pricing in a second. It's a little different. So Final Cut has a lot of things built into it that just make it easier to use. So their color grading is a bit easier to use. Applying LUTs is easier. It's more straightforward. It's very user-friendly, whether you're a pro or whether you're an expert, or sorry, an expert, whether you're a pro or you're a beginner, um, it's a great software and just easy to use. And honestly, I we said this a lot on this podcast. Uh, keep it simple, man. Time is money. If you can get the same product uh, using something that's a bit more simple, I would definitely go for that. So Final Cut is definitely an awesome option uh, for for video editing. They have a lot of great templates too. So if you need like good text templates, transitions um just stuff like that man it's built in and it's built in very well and i don't personally use final cut but i know a lot of people that do and it's a great software it also doesn't crash as much and we'll talk about that because there are softwares that do crash adobe (laughs) premier uh but uh yeah so that's one great thing about uh final cut Uh, also the timeline the timeline is very i find it kind of weird for me uh, i think but, that was one of the major complaints when the shift happened from seven to ten yep it became pros quote unquote felt it became less professional when i think it was just 
poor marketing that didn't really help people realize the potential for Final Cut. Because now if you do some research on how people use Final Cut, it's still used in the professional world. But I think it's shifted from narrative uh, to a lot more documentary because they have this amazing feature that I've yet to see in other uh, NNLEs is they've got a really cool tagging feature where you can tag, you can make your own tags for your clips. And instead of sitting there making folders and being like, this is cam A, person, whoever, if you're shooting something like a doc or making anything where you deal with so much footage, but you kind of need to be able to communicate this across a lot of people or even for yourself, um, you can just sift through tags and your your footage is a lot easier to find. Um, it kind of makes organization easier. So I think they just changed how they want people to use it. And that obviously threw off professionals who use that thing daily. And then your car doesn't run the same anymore. So you're obviously going to be pissed. But there's a new kid on the block. Hold on. Are we, going... we, we can't introduce him yet. Okay. We got to talk about Premiere. Right. And you were, you were throwing that at me? You want me to talk about Premiere or you want to talk about Premiere? I think we can both go back and we forth can Premiere because we that has been our main editing software for years. I remember editing on... I didn't start on Premiere, but when I did, that thing was mind-blowing to me because of how much flexibility it has. And that's something that I do miss because I no longer edit on Premiere for most things. But you can do so... You, if you can think it, you can probably do it in Premiere slash After Effects. Yes, the integration with Adobe in general is great because you can use their, you can use Premiere, then you can use After Effects, then you can use Lightroom, then you can use Illustrator, then you can use Photoshop. Like all Adobe's programs, you can, they work seamless together. The possibilities are endless. So when I went to college, that's when I started using Premiere. Um, I love the interface of Premiere. I love the fact that, yeah, the, the sky is the limit with it. It felt like a transition, though. Like, honestly, Premiere felt like Final Cut 7. Yeah. But just it looked nicer. The yeah. interface was nicer. And it just worked well with other programs. I'm going to be real with you. If you ask me how many times I've used After Effects, though, uh, I could probably count on two hands. Yeah. I've used it to do ambitious effects. When I was doing film... You know, I, I did a lot of things just to kind of challenge myself. But honestly, I just didn't... When you're doing client work and, like, stuff that has a quick turnaround of time and stuff like that, I didn't find myself aggressively using After Effects. Yeah. And even these days, Premiere has started to borrow a lot of what After Effects can do, making exactly. Premiere itself more powerful yeah. with some built-in motion templates that they've started to introduce. Yeah, and when I compare it to the next editing software we're going to talk about... Uh, that's the reason why I'm mentioning this stuff right now. But the wackest thing about Premiere, y'all, is the pricing. Yep, Adobe in general. And this is what's getting people to switch in general to the next software I'm going to talk about. Uh, the biggest problem I find with Premiere is this monthly subscription nonsense. Now, I have a I got a little bit of a discount when I got Premiere, so that was cool. But, man, the pricing... I'm in Canada, so it's like it ends up being like fifty bucks a month. Yeah, and the, not to mention, I don't know about you, but I notice it charges me on the U.S. dollar and converts yep. it every time. So every it's time. always a different, different price for us. I never know what I'm paying. Yeah. Some months I get to afford bread, some months <laughs> I don't. They don't give us a fixed price as Canadians. Like yeah. I know we're not the main market, but come on. So that's one thing that really irritates me about 
Adobe is the pricing, but let's just talk about Premiere for a second on the positive. Uh, the interface is great. The possibilities are endless. You have a lot of options just integrating Premiere into After Effects, that kind of stuff. You can throw projects from one app to the next app and then throw it back to this app after you've made edits to it. Yeah, like uh, you can edit a PSD live and it'll reflect in Premiere right away. Photoshop document for y'all that did not catch that. Right. I've, I, I need to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, he knows too much. He's too good for us, guys. Premiere has been my editing software for a long time now. The one thing I love about it is the fact that I can edit and color grade all on like the same page. Um, the next editing software I'm about to talk about, it doesn't work the same way and that kind of irritates me, but Premiere um, has just been my trusty software. And honestly, if they charged me one time for it, I would just use it. Yeah. I'm just being real. Uh, the one thing I don't like about Premiere, and that's been a common issue whether I was on a Mac or a PC, is the fact that it crashes. There is a serious stigma behind Premiere just crashing. Like you spend... There's memes about it. Like you spend friggin' three hours... It's that, that whole thing where you spend like three, four hours editing something and then it just crashes and you sit in your bedroom lonely just drinking yeah. bottles of Gatorade and you're like depressed. And before anyone here starts being like, oh, well, you should have saved. Well, first of all, there's autosave, so that's already happening. Um, but not every time it crashes does the autosave have the most recent version. That and there are times even when you're manually saving that you just don't. And I don't think it's fair for the fault to be put on the user and say that, well, you should have just saved. That's not the problem. The problem is your software shouldn't be crashing. There's software out there like iMovie. I don't even have to think about saving. It's literally auto-saving on the fly. And if I want a different version of my project, I can create one and be like, oh, this I like what I have here. I'm going to create a new version, save that, and then c continue editing. So now I'll have like a backdated version, and then I'm continuing to edit because every edit you make is now being saved. I don't know why that's so difficult to implement. Premiere is a great software. Um, as far as, oh, you know, what's better, Premiere or Final Cut? I'm going to say this for you guys. If you are running on Mac, I will go Final Cut. If you're running on PC, I will go with Premiere. Final keep Cut, yes, just to keep it simple. Premiere is, or sorry, Final Cut is better optimized for Mac. Premiere, I've used it on Mac with my experience. I had a lot more crashes on my Mac than I did my PC. And the trouble is you don't have the options to up make the hardware upgrades you need to to prevent that from happening because the few options you have with the Apple environment are just limited. Now, let's talk about the big invader here, DaVinci Resolve. Yeah. First of all, compared to the other guys we just mentioned to you, it's free. Beat so they that. Yeah, they have the normal version, the free version, which is literally up to par with the with Final Cut and uh, Premiere, and it is free. If you want to go the extra mile and get the studio version, it's only like 300, 400 bucks. Even then, it's only a one-time fee you pay, and they constantly update the software. The one thing I'll say is this, their color grading software is unmatched. Their color grading software is miles ahead of, I don't want to say miles ahead, because you could still do some great stuff on premiere and final cut but davinci just ha has had a leg up on both those programs for a long time when it comes to color grading i'll say with me using davinci it's a great editing software i find it's a great combination of final cut and premiere 
It feels a little bit more like Final Cut, but I find it's a good uh, combination of the two. The one thing I love about DaVinci Resolve is that it has it set up in a step system. So it has, the first page is just where you put your media. The second page is the cut page. And then the third page is the edit page. To make a long story short, it has the whole editing step system uh, just at the bottom. And you have an effects page, a sound page, and then an export page. All built into one app. That's the thing. Like, th just to make a comparison, Adobe has After Effects, they have Audition. After Effects for uh, visual effects, Audition for audio editing. But these are all separate apps that you have to open up and it's running up your CPU or your GPU or whatever on your computer. It's taking up a lot of processing power. With DaVinci Resolve, it has all these apps literally built into one app. So you're not running like friggin' four, three apps all at once just to do one thing and sending project from one app to the next app or none of that. You literally do it in just like one, one app and then you just go from one tab to the next with a step system and everything just works seamlessly. And there's less to learn because if you're, if you're, if you know Adobe, you would think that the same shortcut translates over to the next program. It most often does not. Um, and then you have to set up custom keyboard shortcuts and whatever. But again, it comes down to streamlining your workflow and DaVinci does that in a lot more. Yeah, so when it comes to editing software, I personally am gonna switch to uh, DaVinci. It's just gonna be a bit of a transition because I'm, I'm in the stage where it's hard for me to let go because Premiere, I just know where everything is and I just know how everything's gonna go down and I know how to color grade easy with it and I figured it out and when it comes to it, uh, time is always money. And I just edit on Premiere right now because one, I'm stuck in a subscription for a year. So I'm like, oh, I might as well just use what I know because it's convenient right now. And, uh, you know, I'm getting everything done. But if, uh, if you are just starting out, I highly recommend you go with DaVinci because it's free. And, you know, it's a great free software. And a lot of people don't know about it. That's, that's the shocking part to me. Um, but yeah, it's a great free editing software and... You know, the color grading on it is, is great. It's not easy to learn. It's a little intimidating. Um, but if you guys go on YouTube and you search up some solid uh, uh, color grading uh, tutorials with DaVinci, you guys will learn it. And I did that and I learned in about an hour. And, you know, I, once I got the hang of it, everything was cool. Uh, there's certain things I wish were more simple to do on Resolve. And I'm not a big fan, me personally, I'm not a fan of the step system in the sense that I don't like that the color grading system, I have to go to that tab. It's better than going to a separate app for certain things like doing, you know, visual effects and stuff like that. But when I want to color grade, I kind of just want that to be able to do that in like the right corner. Right. I don't want to have to go to a separate tab to do that. Yeah. Because that's just not always how my workflow is. Yeah, you kind of like to work on the fly and you kind of just do what you're you'll cut and then you might fix something here um and you kind of just fix things as you see them mm -hmm. um but I, I i know why they've done that and it's because the way the quote-unquote industry works is you've got the guy who's going to cut it mm -hmm. and then he's just going to cut it he doesn't care about how it looks um the next person's going to color grade it that guy comes in he's only working on that tab 
Um, he does his job. Audio guy comes in, and everyone kind of has like their own. It's all sectioned off because this is an industry standard software, and they've kind of designed it because everyone works in these departments. Not like people like us who do a little bit of everything where we enjoy having um, the windows right right in front of us where we can tweak the color here and there. I, I understand why they're doing it, but yeah, I, I know your frustration with wanting to be able to edit everything on the fly, which Premiere lets you do because you can kind of set up your own workspace. Yes. So the last editing software we are going to talk about, and this is all you, because I had no experience with this, but hit the ground running with it. I've switched over to shooting on my phone. I'll start there, iPhone XS. I'm keeping, I literally took the philosophy of streamlining you my workflow. Out. You sold out, <laughs> <laughs> I took the philosophy of streamlining my workflow to the extreme, to the point where I want to not only shoot and edit and make that as smooth as possible, I want to do it all on the same machine. So my computer is my camera, is my editing station. So I will shoot footage on my phone, I will open up LumaFusion, which is the program that I would that I edit on now. Import everything into the program. There's no more of me having to wait for transferring footage from SD cards onto a hard drive, making backups. Um, I'm just doing everything in one place. Um, and you can do the same stuff on the iPad here. So LumaFusion. Uh, is great. They actually just did an upgrade not too long ago. It, it started at uh, three tracks of video and audio. They've doubled that now. So now you can have six tracks of video and audio and I rarely ever get to that point where I'm using that in my work. LumaFusion, if you're thinking about cutting video together, why, why I love it is because you've got lag-free playback. Something I've always struggled with on both Mac and PC, regardless of how much money I poured into it, is I hit play on Premiere and it's gonna jump. Hold on, before you go any further, I want people to know this because he showed me this and I was blown away. He is not just editing clips from his phone. He took my footage from my GH5S and literally put an SD card reader into his phone and he pretty much played, like he was able to edit my full-blown camera footage on the phone. On the phone. And it was seamless, guys. It's not even like it was choking or struggling and the phone was about to explode into pieces. Like, it did it well and it did it with ease. So, I just want to put that out there because he didn't say it earlier. And I just want That's to right. put that out there because I know a lot of people are thinking, okay, well, he's editing phone footage. Yeah, well, no, man. Yeah. If guys. you wanted to be someone, if you, if you are someone who shoots on a camera, you can definitely take take that footage, import it into your phone or iPad. I'm using my phone, but this is not limited to just phones, obviously. You can edit this on LumaFusion on the iPad. You've got a great big screen to work with, um, and it will play everything without lagging, which has been the bane of my existence when I edit. It just ruins the flow. Yeah. If I make an edit and I go back to the playhead and I want to hit play, just play. I want to see what I did. I want to fix those changes because there are times where you get into your um, work uh, workflow at some point where you're just doing a bunch of micro changes and you're like, I just need to watch this quick second here. Like, no, I didn't like that. You'll just go back. But if you're there hitting play like five times just so you can watch one thing, 
smoothly that just ruins the flow so i've been enjoying my time editing on there and for people who are power users and want to do more you can definitely do LUTs on here um, it has full LUT support so if you wanted to take your favorite LUTs put them on log footage and do all of that fun stuff you can do that too so when you start adding stuff like that this is does the program start to slow down or is it still like i've yet to i've yet to have an issue where the program slowed down for me i zoom into the timeline and out a lot and i've noticed not a, not always but there are rare occurrences where i'll see like a glitch where a clip that wasn't there looks like it's there but it's just like a graphic glitch it's just it shows that there's a clip there but when you put your playhead over it there's nothing actually there until you zoom back out again then it fixes itself so there's random glitches like that that happen from time to time there's times where i've actually accidentally closed the app exited it and i got scared because i thought i lost my um my edit but the great thing is it literally saves every move you make whenever i tell this to people they're like oh but what if i want an older version of my edit first of all that is a very rare occurrence where that happens but if you're planning for it and you're like, oh, I want this version here um, and I like where it's at, but I want to make a different version. Maybe the client's going to ask for something different. You can always just save a duplicate. There's no reason for uh, for every editing application to not have on the fly saving by today. Honestly, and that that is big because honestly, there's nothing worse than editing for like even if it's 10 minutes. Yeah, because a lot happens in 10 minutes and for 10 minutes to just go down the drain. Uh, yeah, because you're constantly making decisions you might not remember. It's hurt. It's hurtful. Premier, step your game up. You guys are hurting my feelings. Anyway, guys, anything else we touch on would be too much for a podcast. But yeah. if you guys have any questions, any questions about editing software or anything uh, that you guys want to ask us, you can hit us up. You can hit a lean up or you can hit me up. You can hit me up on Instagram. I'm on Instagram as well. You'll find me under a Marteza, which is my first initial and last name. Uh, past that, thank you for listening. And uh, as always, guys, uh, tune in. Don't subscribe. Uh, I'm just joking. Subscribe. Catch us on the next podcast. Yeah. Take care. If you guys have any questions about, or just any questions based on anything we spoke about earlier, let us know. Um, make sure to follow the podcast if you want to keep up to date with all the episodes I'm going to drop. And if you want to be amazing, leave us a review. Give us a like. Follow us on Instagram at the Camera Therapy Podcast. And yeah, guys, stay tuned for more.